Well, hi, Rain. Hi. Hi. How are so you? For those of you that are listening in, uh, this is uh, Barely Forecasting featuring Tabin without Tabin. So Rain Raccoon is sitting in yes. in Tabin's stead today. So I wanted to tell you, Rain, I was, as it were. Yes, I want to tell you the other day I was in the courthouse listening, courthouse, not the core house, but the courthouse, uh, listening to okay. trials because it's something I like to do from time to time. And this man was on trial for steering, stealing guitars, and the judge asked, first offender? He said, no, no, first a Gibson, then offender. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's, always, it's always a first <laughs> offender until it's a Gibson. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And then I went to get a haircut the other day, and this guy walks in, and he's got a newt on his shoulder. And I said, well, that's an interesting pet. A what's newt, his name? you say? A newt, yeah. I said, what's his name? He says, his name is Tiny. I said, oh, why do you call him Tiny? And he says, well, because he's my newt. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Uh-huh. Oh, right. Well, that's a good one. Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. This is December 31st when this episode drops. So, Woo-hoo, uh, time travel. Yeah, time travel. So I was sitting here editing the other day, and of course, I read the article about Elon Musk, and then I thought to myself, hey, self, I call myself self. I wonder if anybody else thinks Elon mm-hmm. Musk looks a lot like Seth MacFarlane. And guess what? Many people do. In fact, there are numerous YouTube really? videos on the subject, and if you start to type Elon Musk and dot 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 Seth MacFarlane automatically populates on Google if you say Seth MacFarlane Elon wow. Musk and I so. <laughs> I feel so terrible for Seth mm-hmm. because like I can look at Seth MacFarlane's face and think oh it's Seth MacFarlane and I look at Elon Musk's face and I think ah oh, I want to punch it yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly I, yeah. It, it, yeah I don't think they look that much alike but the, they, they actually I do. Guess the internet does. They they actually do. I mean, eh. if you and they put pictures up side by side, and they do actually look very much alike. Um, so I guess, but Seth doesn't have that "I'm a rich asshole" look about his face. True. That's very true. Very very true. Yeah. Well, um, let's listen to the music for a minute. Yay! Yay! Greetings and salutations and Mubark Fluff. Welcome to our little corner of the interwebs. I am Barely Normal, a furry co-host with a smooth demeanor. And with me this week, as I said before, sitting in for Tabin is our co-producer and editor, Rain Raccoon. How the fluff are you, Rain? Hey, Furs. I am doing good, Barely. How are you? Eh, not too bad. Not too bad. You should be gearing up for a trip to uh, Seattle here in the next couple of days, aren't you? Yes. I've got to get my DJ set all together and it's yeah it's it's like crunch time now well i mean you're gonna you're gonna host it you're gonna dj a dance yes okay yes so you have to be done at nine Friday o'clock night for Gabriel, from right? 10 to 11 oh oh he's actually gonna let it go till <laughs> 11 o'clock wow yes and actually i think there's somebody behind me or no after me. not behind me no how how can somebody Gabriel behind have me a, would... have a a quiet time of nine o'clock if he's got a dance going on I, I don't know, but I guess we got special permission from the hotel this year because, hmm. or either that, or I'm going to be the only one in there playing. Yes, I don't know. Yes, he's going to he's going to run everybody out. No, it's t- it's quiet time. Don't be in here. Go away. Go away. Anyway. Rain, put your rain, put your headphones on and and do your hour and then get out of here. It'll be one of those. Uh, what was that that thing that was a thing for a while? The the quiet raves. 
where everybody had headphones yes, yes, on quite right and uh <laughs> the dj played over that was a weird thing you go to a room and they're all just dancing with no music <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's i i've seen like video of it and it, it creeps me out it does it does but i guess if you're there with the people a- dancing without music creeps me out to begin with that's creepy i'm, I'm dancing that's creepy, I'm doing, I'm doing, stop dancing I'm, I'm, dance like a muppet mm-hmm. up and down up and down up and down anyway so let's uh jump into the past today let's so uh words from last week so last week Tabin mentioned that uh, he's been asking for different words from furs out there. Mm-hmm. And Zarafa sent a word in call that said that is uh, defenestration. And Ooh, that's one of my favorite words. And he said that that is to, to throw out the window. Now, I asked the question, yes. does it mean to throw the window away or to throw something out of the window? Well, in act- the, the person. actuality, it's throwing a person yeah. Out of a window, yes. not a thing, but a person, or to remove someone from a position of power, as in the 2020 elections resulted resulted in Trump's defenestration. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Yeah. See, that's why it's one of my favorite words. Yes, because it, it ruined the Cheeto, that's for sure. <laughs> and then we mentioned the Stripes, the movie last week, and I said that it had Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd in it, but Dan Aykroyd was not in it. No. No. He was considered for the role that Harold mm. Ramis uh, ultimately got, but when they were working together, they uh, they were rehearsing, and Aykroyd said, I, "I'm not right for this role." So they called mm. Harold, and Harold's like, "I don't want to do this," <laughs> <laughs> but he did anyway. But he was excellent in that movie. He was. I loved him in that movie. Uh, you know, he's he was basically. Egon Spangler in in the military, but uh, mm-hmm. like with a little bit more looseness to the character. Yeah. He was still a little bit more fun loving than Egon. Oh yes, definitely. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of Harold uh, in Egon. Yes, yes. And then of course, since I was talking about it, I had to watch it again, and it was it's a fun movie to watch. I have to say, it really is. <laughs> it, it ages fairly well too. Yeah, I mean. The only thing they could have done any different, because they went into Czechoslovakia with their urban assault vehicle, is, you know, if they were filming yeah. today, they'd probably go into Ukraine, you know. <laughs> right. But what's it's crazy that Ivan Reitman's movies, most of them have aged really well. The, you know, the, just the, he, he doesn't seem to write movies that, that age out really quick. Yeah. They, they seem to all be very, like, relatable even after the fact. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, and you and that could be tough with the military movie. I mean, the, you could totally Oh yeah, definitely have problems with the military movie. Now, some interesting trivia about that movie. So, Camp Arnold or Fort Arnold is where mm-hmm. they went to basic training, and that is a fictitious army base. Yes. However, Camp Arnold, Fort Arnold was a fort prior to Arnold Benedict Arnold becoming a traitor. Oh, wow. And that fort still exists to this day, but now it's known as West Point. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, that is... <laughs> Reitman always, like, throws in these little beautiful little Easter eggs that just make you, like, oh, my gosh, just appreciate how mm-hmm. amazingly brilliant he is. Yep, 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 yep. So, 
I thought that was really kind of interesting on that whole that whole thing. Uh, oh, definitely. So I know you've listened to our episodes. Have you got anything for the past? Um, I have nothing, nothing? really for the past today. Yeah. Um, and I have not listened to last week's episode because I've been stuck in a in a really uh, crazy loop of a podcast uh, called Morbid. Oh, so what is Morbid about? Yeah, Morbid is a true crime slash like supernatural. Mm-hmm. podcast okay and it has these two girls from boston who are really hilarious they're they're just so funny so funny and, uh yeah i kind of got yeah i kind of got stuck in that and and i'm on the albert fish episode which is like heart-wrenching and in, incredibly long because of all of the crazy stuff that went on with with that madman hmm. so yeah I've, I've kind of not made it to our podcast for this week i usually do it on monday and since this this episode arc is so long. I have not gotten to ah, it yet. All right then. Well, that's fine because normally I don't have anything for that uh, for the past today. So we're going to move along to our. This might be a short episode. Furs. I hope you don't mind. Um, of course. Oh, I got lots of jokes. Oh, so we can got jokes. We, we got stories. But let's talk a little bit about that's just stupid, or as I like to call it now, Ooh. oddly enough. So. Oh, sweet. Are you stupid or something? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. Program change. Program change, yes. Uh, well, because it's, some of the things aren't just stupid, they're just odd. So I wanted to change up the title True. a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we can't, keep, we can't keep telling stories about Florida all the time. No, but a lot of them are. The first one comes from Kentucky, actually, which is kind of like Florida light. <laughs> yes, but they have bourbon, so it's much better. They do. They do have. Yeah, you don't have a lot of Florida bourbon. Um Never, no. never, or, or, yeah, you so t- Tennessee whiskey and Kentucky bourbon. Yeah, you, you, you can only have bourbon in Kentucky. Uh, that's part of the rule. Oh, is that the rule? Bourbons have to be made in Kentucky. Oh, which rule is that? Well, the rule of, I guess, the whiskey gods or something uh, like that. But bourbons, bourbons typically only come from Kentucky. Hmm. I would, True bourbons. I would have to argue that point. Um, but that's just me. Anyway, I think. Because it's just the way you make the whiskey, whether it's bourbon or rye. It, or... it is. It's it's the charred barrel that makes that makes whiskey into bourbon. Uh-huh. But supposedly to be classified a true bourbon, it has to be made in Kentucky uh, because it was first made there. Apparently, okay. I'll uh, yeah eh eh whatever. I don't care as long as it's tasty. I'm going to drink. That's it. right. That's right. Okay. So a cousin Eddie display in Kentucky. Leads to a police response. <laughs> so I love this display. I know cousin Eddie. We've got to post this. Picture. I'll, I'll post the picture in uh, in on uh, YouTube. A cousin Eddie Christmas display is uh, in Dogwood subdivision of Shepherdsville, Kentucky. The display looked a little too real, and police were called to check it out. Officers arrived <laughs> to find a mannequin decorated like the character from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. However. Joni Keeney said she decided to put up the display from her favorite Christmas movie to have some fun. After receiving the call, a dispatcher described the scene to responding officers as, quote-unquote, a male standing outside. He is naked. He has a robe covering part of his body. He is exposing himself, and he has a hose between his legs. Now, that was a direct quote from the dispatcher. The officers arrived. Well, first of all, if you have a, if you have a robe on, you're not naked. That's true. And second of all, the hose isn't between his legs. No. It's beside his legs. It's beside his legs. And it's not his hose. It's not his hose. It's a hose. 
No, it's a yes. hose. So the officers arrived and they found the mannequin in the yard that looked a lot like Cousin Eddie from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, decorated with a robe, a hat, a cigar, and a beer, and was holding what to be appeared an orange hose, <laughs> which of course is a uh, the sewage hose. The sewage hose from a re- for an R- for a recreational vehicle. Yes, yes. The homeowner said she decided to put up the display from her favorite Christmas movie to have some fun. Everybody has a cousin Eddie in her family. Everybody, she said. I just want people to have a good Christmas and get a laugh. Never, never a dull moment, said the chief police, chief of police, Rick McCubin, because uh, they did get a laugh and took some pictures and put it on their Facebook page. So there you go. And there, there's a picture of it. And it definitely is. I mean, yeah, it looks, I, I think it's chef's kiss. I would put it in my front yard. Yes, absolutely. It's really good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so. So getting back to animals that like to ronder, ronder, wander around. Ronder? Ronder. A kangaroo ronder. was spotted wandering loose on a Missouri road. Yes, Missouri, a kangaroo. Oh, no. Yes. Well, we know it's not renegade because he's in Texas. No, it was not renegade. Authorities in a Missouri county confirmed that a kangaroo was recently spotted roaming loose along a road. The Jefferson County Service Director, Eric Larson, confirmed a kangaroo was spotted near a high ridge road, although the animal control was not contacted to the incident. Larson said the kangaroo is believed to have escaped from the S&S Farms Exotic Petting Zoo in High Ridge. Why am I adding letters to my Hmm. words today? I don't know. I don't know. You've added several letters. I have added several letters. You're trying to make the podcast longer because you're worried that without (laughs) Taven, it's not going to be long enough. Don't worry. I can stretch. You can stretch. Oh, you can stretch. Oh, good for you. Yeah, just not as long as it's not physical stretching. Like if it's just stretching just like the make show, it, yes. Stretch physical it stretching, out. I don't Stretch do. it out. Get it longer. Get it longer. So the petting zoo confirmed the kangaroo was seen on the loose, was named Reuben. Reuben the kangaroo. Aw. Yeah. And uh, he was safely returned to That's the facility. That's a cute name. Only a short time on the loose. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. He didn't even get to enjoy his freedom for very long. He didn't. He didn't. Okay, so there was a road sign, and they blamed a quote-unquote glitch for what the road sign said. And the road sign (laughs) said, smoke weed every day on an LED road sign. Now, officials said the message, smoke weed every day on an LED display sign at the side of the road in India's largest city was the result of a quote-unquote technical glitch. Yeah, sure. Right, yeah. uh Akshat... No, he didn't. Uh, Diora posted a video to Twitter after spotting the unusual road message while traveling on Whirlybound Road in Mumbai. What did Mumbai? What did Mumbai? Groceries. Yes. <laughs> That's what Tabin would have said. Mumbai. What did Mumbai? Yes. Uh, the message, smoke weed every day, can be seen scrolling by on the sign, which had been placed on the road to give traffic <laughs> instructions amid construction. Now, the Joint Commissioner for Traffic with the Mumbai police told India Today that L&T, the company responsible for the sign, blamed some technical glitch <laughs> for the wrong message. Yeah. Now, I'm That's definitely what sorry, happened. but a glitch would be like the lights not operating or it blinked off. This is a, Or garbly good. This is yeah. a deliberate message that somebody had to program and turn on for it to work. Oh yeah, it's like the zombies ahead uh, signs that were that were showing up in in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few years ago. It, this is not a glitch. Somebody was having fun. Oh yeah, 
and somebody had a sense of humor, and people that didn't have a sense of humor didn't like it and and had to get upset about of it. Of course. Call it a glitch. Everybody gets upset about something. Regardless, yes. regardless of what you do, somebody's going to get upset. I mean- People get upset listening to our podcast. People, oh, of course, get they upset do. listening to my other podcasts. <laughs> I mean, you know, people get upset. I get upset sometimes about it, but but most of the time, it's not upsetting. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm I'm glad that our- I get upset because I don't get to enjoy some of the things that go on in the other podcasts. Oh, okay. Well, that's why I get upset. Not not because of the content. Oh, because I'm like, gosh, dang it, that sounds like fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, on the other podcast, I'm going to tell you right now, we are talking about doing a video version of the podcast on Patreon. On Patreon, yes. So, okay. Well, just tell me where to sign up. Yes, there will be there will be uh, adult content extraordinaire on that particular episode. Oh my! There's adult content extraordinaire on all of those episodes. Well, yes, but this will be able you'll be able to see fantastic the content. Oh, visually adult. Yes content extraordinaire uh-huh. yes quite 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 all right well that takes us up to media media hey there you go you got if you're gonna fill in for the taben you got to do the sound effects you know i i've got to do the yeah the the taben isms <laughs> i just can't wait for you to do the furries in the news part okay uh okay <laughs> so on the media i'll do my best or worse. Right. So on the media, there seems to be a lot of shows out there now that are just titled with a year. Um, <laughs> I've noticed that. It's like, wait a minute. So I finished I finished 1899. I started 1929. And I'm watching the sequel 1883. So there are... There are th- wait, 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 wait. How is 1883 the sequel to 1929? Um, actually, so eight, nine, first of all, 1899 is a show about a ship that is a time bending oh, okay. show and it's a uh, it's on I don't say it's on Netflix but it might be on Hulu. I'm not sure I can't remember. Uh it okay. might be on some other streaming network. I have so many streaming networks I can't remember where I watch anything anymore. Yeah, I don't I don't know either. I've got so many as well. So this is a story about a ship that is from 1899 and it's out on the ocean and it is got time warps built into it. Now I'm just exp- I'm I'm just like hearing the time warp in my head. Yeah, yeah. So sorry. And there are little places and th- stuff in there. So it's a really good story. If you're going to watch it, I've mentioned this on the show before. If you're going to watch it, make sure you turn on subtitles and turn off overdubbing. Oh, that's right. This is the one you were telling us about. Yes. The, yeah, a couple of episodes back. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, the overdubbing sucks. Yeah, I, I don't like it. Yep. When characters are speaking another language that they're supposed to be speaking another language, right. and they say it in English, it's just eh, not right. Right. Well, and it, it, it it's a plot point for the story that a lot of times the people can't understand each other. And that's a clear plot point well, for yeah, the story. Yeah, because this is not Star Trek. Right. With a universal translator. Yes. So. Right. Uh, so that, it's a really good show. I finished it. It's great. It's got a nice, interesting twist at the end. So I recommend it highly. Now, 1929 is the second prequel to Yellowstone, but it's a sequel to the 1883, which is a prequel to Yellowstone. 
So it's it falls in the middle between 1883 and the current sequel or the current show. I am not a mathy raccoon, but I think that checks. Yes. So uh and it's got uh, Harrison Ford as the main character in this one. So ooh, yeah. They've got some high powered I love me some Indiana Jones. Well, he's old now. Um as we all are getting He's older. also doing another Indiana Jones. Is he really? So- Yes, he is. Is he going to like be in a uh, wheelchair? I think it's called The Dial of Destiny. Oh, wow. <laughs> the Dial of Destiny, I'm imagining, is him sitting in front of a television, turning the dial. Right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dang kids. I do know Get that Mutt grass. will not be involved at all in The Dial of Destiny. Who won't? Mutt. But So if you watched uh, Kingdom of the Crystal, Crystal Skull, yeah. uh, Indiana Jones has an illegitimate son named Mutt. Played by Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the Mutt character will not be returning to the franchise, and in fact, most likely will not ever be mentioned again in the franchise. Why is this? Uh, apparently, there was some issues with Shia. Oh, really? Yes. So <laughs> they decided not to invite him back to be Mutt, and hmm. they've just decided to kind of write Mutt off as a one-off story. So they'll kill him off. They'll have a backstory where he died well, doing something. I don't know if they'll kill him off, but but he won't be involved in the in the stories mm. going forward. All right. And then there's a new spinoff from Yellowstone, which again has numbers as the title, and it's sixty six sixty six or six 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 six, which is a reference to the Four Sixes Ranch in Texas, and the folks from the Four Sixes Ranch came up to Yellowstone and helped them with some things. And they sent some people down there, so they're having their own spinoff. And again, another show with just numbers for the title. Yeah, I lived in Texas for 20-some-odd years and never heard about the Four Sixes Ranch. I think it's fictional. Oh, well, that would probably be why I've never heard yes. of it. Yes. Now, the Yellowstone Ranch is actually a working ranch in Montana. Yes. So, uh, And in fact, if you've watched... Which they're filming some of the, they're filming some of the scenes for next season yeah. of Yellowstone. In Texas at a mansion in Galveston. Yes. Because part of the yes. storyline for this season is that they're actually having to take half of their herd down to Texas. Yes. And this apparently this is going to stand in for the governor's mansion. Ah, okay. All right. And it's a beautiful house. I watched a video on it just before we got online hmm. about the this mansion. And it's just, it's just gorgeous. Huh. Well, it's, it's an amazing house. Has not been touched in 183 years. The the house is original as it can be. Wow. Uh, the the people that own it have tried to keep everything as original as can be. Hmm. Well, I wonder next season who the governor will be on that storyline. I do not know. Dun, dun, dun. I do not know. It's a mystery. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So what have you been watching, listening to, reading, or playing? Oh, my gosh. A lot of stuff. So I've been playing a video game by Justin Roiland from Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. He's also the voices of Rick and Morty. 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 Now I'm Morty. adding extra, word, at extra, extra letters, letters yes. to words. <laughs> um, <laughs> the video game is called High on Life. Okay. So it's available on Windows and Xbox. Mm. And in it, Earth has been invaded by the malicious alien G3 cartel. And they seek to use the native human population as drugs. They kind of basically, they, they squash us into things and, and inhale us oh. and use us as, as a drug. Nice. It gets them really high. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so. Right. Um, you you end up playing in the role of a of this human kid who gets who becomes a bounty hunter and gets aided by a number of living weapons called the Gatlians. Okay, 
so the they're guns that have big mouths on the back and they talk to you through the whole thing and <laughs> and the first one you get like basically walks you through the the beginning stages. Uh, so you you got to navigate the galaxy, hunt down the G three cartels leadership, and try and save humanity. It's it's really silly, uh, but the voice acting is great. Mm-hmm. The video is great. Like the 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 graphics are amazing. Mm-hmm. It's really cartoonish. It's kind of like being in an episode of Rick and Morty, okay. Uh, okay. just without Rick and Morty. Okay, like this could totally happen in Rick and Morty's right universe. All right, and it probably has in some in some point. Like a Rick and Morty crossover, I'm, I'm oh, guessing. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Well, when you but, mentioned it, um, yeah. I looked it up, and uh, we do have an Xbox here at our house. However, it has to be an Xbox One. It can't be, yeah. It can't be an older version of Xbox. No, sadly not. And it's not available on PS4 or five, which is also sad because we have one of those as well. So I can't play yes. the damn thing. And um, I was watching some YouTube video, and you said yes, it's very much like Rick and Morty. And the one scene yeah. was the the kid is walking along and there's this basically this teddy bear character laying there and he's cut in half. He's like, oh, I'm dying. I'm dying. Would you stay with me until I die? And he's like, sure, sure. We'll stay with you till you die. He's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm dead. And then they walk away. And he's like, hey, hey, you said you'd stay with me. I'm not dead yet. Why you left me? And that happens like <laughs> five times until finally the character, yeah. the, finally the uh the player says, I'm just going to shoot him and be done with it. And he kills the guy, <laughs> kills the characters. Like, oh, my yeah. God. I've only made it through the first mission. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I haven't seen that part yet. But I saw the ads for it, and I was like, oh, this looks really funny. And, and I have not been disappointed so far. Well, the gameplay is fantastic. Yeah, and that's why I... That's why I was like, okay, well, I've got a PS4, I've got an Xbox. Oh, guess what? I can't get it on either platform. Yeah, unfortunately, it's Windows and Xbox right now only. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you, hopefully, it'll come out on something else. It is available on Steam. I did see that. Oh, yeah. Well, you could probably play it maybe on Mac if I had if, a Mac. If you've got Steam for Mac, but I don't have a Mac. Yeah, you see, uh, you do. I don't. Oh no it's no no! no you use Steam. Podcast. Steam doesn't play on Mac. You have oh okay. Did they take that feature away? Yes. It's only oh. it's only an a uh, uh, Microsoft platform now. Oh, that that's a bummer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh well. Oh, well. Moving, Moving on. Along. What else have you been so, doing? Yeah. <laughs> I've also been watching the Netflix uh, original series Resident Evil. All right. Which is a very interesting take on the Resident Evil franchise. Okay. It, kind of, it follows two sisters who are the daughters of one of the scientists responsible for the T-virus. Hmm. And in, in the in the series, the T-virus is caused by this drug that that uh, the Umbrella is trying to push called Joy. Okay. It's supposed to be an antidepressant slash, like, cure-all drug. Of course. And, yeah, it, it ends up uh, not being so much of a cure-all and ends up... Uh, if you give people too much, causes the T virus, which makes them zeros, which was what they call zombies in in the series. Ah, okay. So yeah, it's it's pretty good. There's a few scenes that are like, oh my gosh, can these girls quit being so high schooly? <laughs> um, God, but there's some cute boys in it, so I'm willing to let them do the high schooly scenes ah. because the cute boys in it are amazingly cute. So. Right. I highly recommend watching it if you like cute boys and horror and Resident Evil. 
And Raccoon City, because, of course, raccoons. Okay, there you go. And then at lunch, I've been reading the Arcane's Hearts series by Nazri Noor. Okay. So it's a gay romance slash fantasy series. The romance is very spicy. Um, I 100% recommend it for the romance alone. Spicy? Uh, Yes, yes. So so spicy that a couple of times I've been kind of blushing in... At lunch in the cafeteria. So when you say, romance, say are you all right? Do you mean sex? Yeah. Okay. All right. Because romance, they, they they make the beast the beast with two backs. I see. Because romance to they me, they like to hide the bush in the sticks. Yes. Like for me, romance sticks in the bush. Romance is like you know giving you flowers or taking you to dinner. Well, there's yeah. there's also some very sweet romance in it oh, too. The, okay. the lead characters, the lead characters um, are. Xander and, and Jake, and they are both madly in love with each other. They've been best friends since they were little kids. And then Xander went off to school, and and things got kind of tense between them for a long time. It's very, very sweet, and the romance is written very nice. Okay. Uh, there are a lot of diverse characters in it. Uh, I, I highly recommend it. It's a Arcane Hearts series by Nazri Noor, and it, and it also ties into... The Darkling Mage series, if anybody's a fan of Nazri Noor's Darkling Mage series, this ties into that. So, very good series. I highly recommend the read. Like I said, the, the romance is great. The the spicy scenes are very great. Very spicy. That's a spicy meatball! Yeah, very spicy. Uh, I'd give them like five jalapenos out of six. Ooh, muy caliente. Yes, muy caliente. Ooh, all right. And, and that's pretty much <laughs> it for me. Okay, we're going to jump into Furries in the News. Oh, okay. Let me let me put my best Taven face on. Okay, you do that. Because I'm not a pup. Did you say chur? Chur, yes. That's what raccoon. That's the sound raccoons make. It's the most pleasant sound that we make. Oh, the other sound is growling, and I, I didn't want to growl. You didn't want to growl because I'm not angry. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm eating maraschino cherries right now. I'm not, I can't be angry. No, no. Are they maraschino or are they they're the red ones? Yes. Yes. All right. They're not from the, my cocktail. They're not the Bordeaux, the black cherries. No, I can't afford those. I'm a poor raccoon. <laughs> the only difference is they use a different coloring on them. <laughs> I know, but they charge more for them, especially if you like the Luxardo ones. Oh, uh, yes, I do like the Luxardos. Oh, I do right. Too. So, in the news, we're going to talk about Elon. We talked about Elon earlier in the episode. Now, Elon Musk. Oh, joy. The world's biggest twit. Yes, even bigger <laughs> than that other one. You know. He does call himself the head twit. He does call himself the head twit. Well, he started banning furries on the Twitter. Yes. Uh-huh. I saw that. Yes. Uh, not happy. And not just because. This is a face of a very angry record. Not just because they're furries, but because they're calling out his twitness on his hypocrisy. He's being very Oh, yeah. He doesn't like it when he gets called out on his hypocrisy. No, 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 no. He touts free speech unless it criticizes him. 
and his four billion dollar perch, forty four billion dollar purchase. So, I think maybe he should just hang out with the other narcissistic twit, so they can both throw ketchup at the wall. <laughs> yeah, probably be be a good idea. I mean, uh, like he is no longer the richest man in the world. Nope. Uh, the big hacker dude that they that that they like he was touting as uh you know coming to intern for him and help him with Twitter mm-hmm. just quit today. Oh, oh, or really? Yesterday. Yes, uh-huh. yes. That uh, I can't remember the hacker's name at this moment, but uh, he's like big in the hacking industry. Okay, and he was like, "Yeah, there's nothing I can offer this place. There's <laughs> no," and he didn't like the choice of food in the cafeteria anymore. Oh well. Gosh darn! Who th- this this hacker? Because apparently, apparently Elon's yes. Apparently, Elon has cut corners big time, and the cafeteria at Twitter headquarters now is really crappy. Oh, so it's like a high school cafeteria. Yeah, probably worse than that. Oh, knowing Elon, got a, got a lunch lady with her. Or does he have chef there with his chocolate salty balls? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, children. Hello, children. It's what was this oh, famous gosh. thing? Uh, Salisbury steak. <laughs> it's Salisbury yes, steak. Salisbury steak. <laughs> Hello, children. Anyway, that's uh, that's all I have for furries in the news. <laughs> that's all I have, too, because I was going to share the same article oh. with you, and then I realized you'd already put it up there. So There you go. That was pretty much it, except for the litter box thing keeps going and going and going, and we already know I, that. I know. It's, I don't even talk about the litter box thing anymore, although... I do want to bring a big litter box to FC and just put it in the hallway <laughs> just because, be but I'm sure I'm not the only one yeah. that's going to do that. So, um, well, and then the cost of kitty litter to transport that much kitty litter is pretty high. Oh, I'll just buy it down there. Well, even then, you know, uh, you do have a truck, so yeah, I mean, I'll just, I'll just buy a 20 pound bag of kitty litter and, or, or I'll buy a 20 pound bag of cotton and put kitty litter on it and set it in in the <laughs> well it's just as absorbent yeah it is just as absorbent <laughs> all right so upcoming events uh, of course next weekend the 5th through the 8th of january is of course anthro northwest where you and yay and uh orville and rain or not rain your rain and uh, uh taven and Tatsu. Yeah, you know, that other guy that works on this podcast. The other guy. Yeah, he's been around for a bit. Um, a little while. A little while. He's well known. So he will be there. And then uh, also that same weekend in Nashville, Tennessee. Now, it says it's been postponed, but there's no new information about it. Uh. So I'm going to go ahead and read it anyway, because it still says that's the Nomadicon 2023 in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, the 6th or the 8th. So uh, stay tuned. Maybe next week we'll know whether it's actually postponed or canceled. Who knows? Yeah, Nashville's a beautiful city. I love Nashville. It is. And maybe they're afraid of the weather because it's supposed to be really cold that week. So Uh, down there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, when we're recording this in the Pacific Northwest, we're getting getting hit with a cold front. But not as... Yeah, it's 24 degrees right now, Fahrenheit. But not as bad as they thought they were going to be. I mean... They said no. It's not been as bad as we thought. They said they were going to get snow and ice. It sleeted this afternoon, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, well, I went to work an hour early this morning so that in case things got bad, I could leave an hour early mm-hmm. so that I could get home in time to do the podcast. Ah, uh, see, I left an hour early to get to work today. But what's funny is 
I'm sitting at you my desk where I work. Home, yes. So I, I just happened to yeah. be awake and I started work early. Randy left an hour early too, but that was because I woke him up on the way out this morning. Ah, yes. Randy works at so, home, right? Yes. 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 So. Or Orville, for those of you who don't know who Randy is. Right. Uh, also, that same weekend, January 6th through the 9th, is the Can't Throw Fur 2023 at uh, a place in France, which I'm going to slaughter the word now. It is the Le Domaine Le Pius Sans Savant de Vajon in France. And I'm sure I messed that up sure. total 100%. Oh, it sounded great to me. Yep. And then, of course, the weekend after that is Further Confusion 2023 in San Jose, the McEnery Convention Center in San Jose, California. And you and Tabin will be there, correct? Tabin and I will be there. We are not um, going to be doing a podcast. We are not going to be doing Weird Al Sing or Tabin Sings Weird Al. We're just going to be doing his story time, and that's the only panel that we're doing at this particular con. So, okay, keep that keep that. Uh, and it was what I'm what I'm thinking of doing is because that will be that will eat into our podcast time. I'm thinking of and and, and tell me if this is a bad idea, Rain. But I'm thinking about just uh, bringing the P4 in the car, in the truck on the way down, and we can just record as we're driving different things and just post that. That'd be kind of fun. No, that sounds hilarious. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Yeah. Having been on on a few little trips with Tabin now, I can 100% say that they are not boring. No. The car rides are not boring. Even, even the car ride just from the house we were staying at to... The convention center in Seaside uh-huh. was hilarious. <laughs> so, yep, yeah, you you might as well. I mean, we could get probably hours and hours of content. From oh that. yeah, definitely, definitely. Just just get just let it ride for the whole nine hour drive. Record the right. entire get a big car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also that same weekend in Altura, Minnesota, is the Midwinter Frolic 2023. Minnesota. Minnesota at the Whitewater State Park in Altura, Minnesota. So Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Where's Cody? He's out in the boat. Get a coat on. It's cold outside there, don't you know? Um yeah. Yeah, sure. All right, that's the upcoming events. And now you and I both have a story that we want to share. Sweet. So I was thinking it would be fun. And it, we would have to practice this at, for another time, but right. you should have a story and I should have a story. And then we each read one sentence and interchange <laughs> it and see how that story. Oh unfolds. my gosh. That would really be, that would really screw with people, <laughs> especially if they tune in late in the podcast. Right. Right. So do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. So go first. This is a story that is not attributed to any author. Oddly enough. And I found it on the interwebs when I was looking for a quote unquote New Year's Eve story. So here we go. One cold morning, Maurice awoke from his dreams and sat up in bed and listened. He thought he heard a knock at his window, but though the moon was shining brightly, Jack Frost had been so busily at work that Maurice could not see through the thickly painted panes. So he crept sleepily out of bed and opened the window and whispered, Who is there? I am, replied a tinkling voice. I am the little New Year, ho, ho, and I've been promised to bring a blessing to everyone. But I'm such a little fellow, I need someone to help me distribute them. Won't you please come out and help? But 
it's so cold out, said Maurice. I'd rather go back to my warm bed. And he shivered, just as Jack Frost, who was passing by, tickled him under the chin with one of his frosty paintbrushes and said, never mind the cold, urged the new year. Please help me. So Maurice hurried into his clothes and was soon out in the yard. There he found a rosy-cheeked boy, a little smaller than himself, pulling a large cart which seemed to be loaded with good things. On one side of the cart was painted the word love, on the other, kindness. As soon as the new year saw Maurice, he said, Now please take hold and help me pull. And down the driveway and up the hill they traveled, until they came to an old shanty. An old shanty, eh? Ha ha ha. An old sea shanty? I don't know whether it's a sea shanty, but it's a shanty. Here's where I make my first call, said the new year. Maurice looked wonderingly at him. Why, nobody lives here but an old colored man, uh uh-oh, who works for us and hasn't any children. I did not realize this was a racist story when I got it. I apologize. Um, We're all colored. Uh, We all colored. I don't don't know anybody that's transparent. That's true. Especially politicians. Oh, yeah. He needs my help, said the new year. For grown people like to be thought of as just as much children do. You shovel out a path to his door while I unload some of my blessings. And the little hands went busy. No, it's why it's, it's still quoted, but it's not so. And the little hands went busily at work, piling up warm clothing, wood, and a New Year's dinner. The New Year singing as he worked. Oh, I am the little New Year. Ho, ho. Here I come tripping over the snow, shaking my bells with a merry din. So open your door and let me in. I would not do that. Old Joe, hearing some noise outside, came to the door. And when he saw all the nice gifts, the tears ran down his cheeks for gladness. And as he carried them into the house, he whispered, The dear Lord has been here tonight. Where am I going now? Asked Maurice as they ran down the hill. To take some flowers to a poor sick girl, answered the New Year. Oh, sorry. It's, where are we going now? Asked Maurice. He didn't say it in that voice because that would have been making fun of New Year. Uh, I said, To take yeah. some flowers to a poor sick girl, answered the New Year. Soon they came to a small white house where the New Year stopped. Why, Bessing, Bessie, our sewing girl, lives here, said Maurice. Clearly Maurice comes from money because he has people to do things for him. Yes. A sewing girl. I don't have a sewing girl. I don't have a sewing girl either. I didn't know she was sick. See, said the New Year, this window is a little open. Let us throw this bunch of pinks into the room. A bunch of pinks? I don't know what that is. All right. What? They will please her uh-huh. when she wakes and will make her happy for several days. So they're going to throw in a bunch of flowers just through the window. Here you go. Flowers on the floor. Have fun. <laughs> well, wait, are pinks flowers? I, I guess because they said they were taking some flowers to the poor sick girl. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe they're pink carnations. Who knows? Uh, then they in hurried to other time? places, leaving some blessings behind. What a wonderful cart you have, said Maurice. Though you have taken so much out, it never seems to get empty. You are right, Maurice. There is never any end to love and kindness. As long as I find people to love and be kind to, my cart is full of blessings for them, and it will never grow empty until I can no longer find people to help. If you will go with me every day and help me scatter my blessings, you will see how happy you will be all the year long. I, you know, if somebody's going to scatter their blessings, I, a little, I'm a little bit concerned about that. A happy yeah. new year, called someone, and Maurice found himself in bed and his sister standing in the doorway, smiling at him. Have you had a pleasant dream, dear? She asked. Why, well, there was this little new... Well, where is the little new year? Said Maurice. He was just here with me. 
Come into mama's room and see what he has brought you, answered his sister. His sister has a very deep voice, clearly. They're in Yeah, his sister might be might be, you know, on the tea. Might be on the tea, yes. There in the snowy white cradle he found a tiny baby brother, the gift of the new year. How happy Maurice was then. But he did not forget his dream. Old Joe and Bessie had their gifts too, and Maurice tried so hard to be helpful that he made all his friends glad because the happy new year had come. The end. Aww. So, so, so your 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 story did remind me, and it, it's a little late because it's past Christmas. But uh, do you know how much money it costs for Santa Claus to run his sleigh around the world and deliver all the Christmas presents to the boys and girls? It must cost a lot of money because he's able to do it in twelve hours. So yeah, no, no, no. It's it's not that bad. It's only about eight bucks. Nine if the weather's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So my story is from Great American Folklore, okay. and also the story is not attributed to an author because it's a folklore story. Folklore. So nobody knows who the author originally was. Nobody but it's, knows. It's entitled Nobody Knows. Who knew she was a baritone? Uh, Listenby is the name of the story. All right. One time, there was a fellow named Listenby, and the trouble was that he couldn't keep nothing to himself. Whenever anybody done anything that wasn't right, Listenby would run and blab all over town. He didn't tell no lies. He just told the truth. And that's what made it so bad. People would believe whatever Listenby said, and there wasn't no way a fellow could laugh it off. Hmm. If he saw one of the county officers going into a woman's house when her husband was not at home, Listenby would tell it right in front of the courthouse, so there'd be hell to pay for the two families. Or maybe some citizens like to play a little poker in the live in the livery barn, but there wasn't no way to keep it quiet on account of Listenby. And when our preacher bought some whiskey at home. <laughs> Listen became a hollering before we could even get the keg out of the buggy. It got so that the boys were afraid to swipe a watermelon even, for fear old blabbermouth Listenby would tell everybody who'd done it. The last straw was the time Listenby found a turtle in the road. It was bigger than any common kind of turtle, so he stopped to look at it. The old turtle winked his red eyes and it said, Listenby, you talk too damn much. <laughs> Listenby jumped four feet high and then just stood there with his mouth hanging open. He looked all round, but there wasn't nobody in sight. It must be my ears that went back on me, he said, because everyone knows Terrapins as dumb. The old turtle winked his red eyes again and said, Listenby, you talk too damn much, said the turtle. With that, Listenby spun around like a top and then he lit out for town. When Listenby got to the tavern, he told the people about what the turtles could talk, and they just laughed in his face. You come with me, he said, and I'll show you. The whole town went along, but when they got there, the old turtle didn't say a word. It looked just like any other turtle, only bigger than the common kind. Hmm. The people were all mad because they had walked away out there in the hot sun for nothing. So they kicked Listenby into the ditch and went back to town. That was very cruel. Pretty soon. Listen, I, well, I mean... They walked all out in the hot sun. I can't blame them. Okay. I'd kick him in the ditch, too. All right. Plus, nobody likes him because he keeps telling on everybody. Yeah. So pretty soon, Listenby sat up and the old turtle winked its red eyes and said, Didn't I tell you, said the turtle, 
You talk too damn much. Some people around here say that the whole thing was a joke, that it ain't possible for a turtle to talk. They claim some fellow must have hidden the bushes and throat his voice, so it sounded like a turtle was a talking. Everybody knows that they're, they're, they're here medicine show doctors can make wooden dummy talk uh, good enough to fool just about anybody. There was a boy here in town who tried to learn how to talk that way out of a book, but he never done it too good. <laughs> the folks never found <laughs> he never done nobody in good. these parts that could... No, the folks never found nobody in these parts that could throw his voice like that. Well, no matter if it was a joke or not, the, so- the story sure <laughs> fixed old blabbermouth Listenby. The folks just laughed at his tales after that, and they would say he better go tell the turtles about it. The end. Huh. Hmm. So what's the moral of that story? The the moral is, even if what you know is true, you shouldn't go around telling it to everybody. Okay. Because, you know, you, you don't need to gossip. True. Gossiping's not good. True. True. Well, that reminds me of the, um, what's the old Warner Brothers cartoon with the frog, when it's Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my... Yeah. And then yeah. when he tries to bring somebody to see it, it just just goes, sister goes, rabbit. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I think that's based on the Listen Be story. Probably. Probably. All right. Well, before we wrap this up, I think we should share some jokes. What do you say? Oh, I love jokes. I, I say we do. All right. Have you got some? I do. I have quite a few. Okay. Actually. Well, why don't you start? Give me your best joke. Your very first one. Okay. So did you search these out or are you just reading them randomly? Oh, I searched them. Okay, out. good. I like searching out. I do that. Uh, Re- Tabin just reads it randomly out of the book, but uh, I like to search. Yeah. Them out. It's, it's hit or miss with that. Yeah. And, and like, I'm not as, I'm not as famous as, as some pups are. Right. And I can't get away with just, you know, telling <laughs> bad jokes bad all jokes. the time. Yes. All right. Yeah. What do you, what's your first one? Give me your first one. All right. Sundays are always a little sad, but the day before is a Saturday. Oh, yes, it is a Saturday. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know, I dig, he digs, you dig, she digs, we dig, they dig. It's not a long poem, but it's deep. <laughs> How does a... How does a penguin build his house? I don't know. How does a penguin build his house? He glues it together. He glues it together. He does. Oh, I I was in uh, Home Depot the other day and I ran into Arnold Schwarzenegger, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. He was walking out. He had his arms full of toilet brushes. Toilet brushes. Toilet brushes. I asked him where he got them and he says, I'll be back. it was coming i could see it coming a mile away and it still fell right into it yep 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 <sighs> i was gonna tell a time traveling joke but you didn't like it i didn't like it at all no no uh, speaking of time travel i complained to my sister that her obsession with social media has destroyed the way we communicate as a family really and she blocked me on facebook <laughs> how rude I, right what what did the drummer call his twin daughters Hmm. Snare and bass? No. And a one. And a two. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Uh, 
You're going to hate this one. I saw a man with one arm shopping at a secondhand store. I looked at him and says, you're not going to find what you're looking for here. I tell dad jokes. Yeah. But I don't have any kids. <laughs> I'm a faux pas. A faux pas. And finally, if you had only three months to spend half a billion dollars and get nothing in return for it, how would you do it? I'd buy Twitter. <laughs> no, I'd just run for president. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, that, that too. That works. Yeah. So, and, and finally... For me, yes. My last joke: Why do ducks have tail feathers? Um, why do ducks have tail feathers? That's a good question. Why do they have tail feathers? To cover their butt quacks. <laughs> well, Rain, <laughs> we closed out another episode. I know a lot of we listeners have. tune in for the pup, uh, but that pup is going to be gone for this episode and the next two episodes. Oh, no. Such a naughty pup. Uh, but anyway. He is a naughty pup. Tune in next week to see who's going to be sitting in for the pup. Uh, and as I mentioned before, we might have a episode where we just uh, have random talking with the pup during a drive to San Jose. Uh, Which will be hilariously fun. Yes, uh, we hope every fur has a super New Year's Eve tonight. Remember to be responsible. And if you're listening to this after New Year's Eve, I hope that you had a fun one. If you're listening to this weeks after, why are you waiting so long to listen to our podcast? And uh, we wish yeah, everyone... Yeah, you're ruining our metrics. Yes. We wish everyone a super fantastical 2023. It's an odd year, so it's time to be odd, you know. Uh, and you can support our show through Ko-Fi or Patreon. You can buy BFFT merch at Redbubble or Bonfire. I would go with Redbubble, but, you know, they're both still there. I would, too. Yep. Bon- and Bonfire broke all of my mugs. Yes. Except for one. <laughs> I know. I, I tried to order one from there, too, and I got it broken also. So it's just like, okay, yeah. whatever. And, and just by listening to our show and sharing a show with everybody else that you listen to with, uh, great. have a, wow, I'm just, like, stumbling over my words right now. So I'm going to say Moobark Fluff, stay furry. Rain, give us some final words and we can close this show. Happy New Year, every fur. I hope you're having a good one. Um, I hope that 2023 is better than 2022 was. Uh, although 2022 was better than 2021. So I, I can't complain too much there. Yep. Love all you furs. Be safe. Stay hydrated. Have have fun. And don't get caught. <laughs> Don't get Mubark fluff. Okay, Mubark fluff. Barely Fur Casting is an Injured Nerve Studio production and is found on all major podcast platforms or can be heard directly at barelyfurcasting.com. The opinions expressed here are those of the hosts and their guests, and no commercial compensation was granted. The Furcast is produced, recorded and directed by Barely Normal, a.k.a. Mike Began, and is edited by Barely and our associate editor Rain Raccoon. Opening and closing theme music, as well as some interstitial music, was created for Injured Nerves Productions for the use on the podcast by Reg Day with Damian Tanuki. If you would like to hear more music by Reg Day you can search for Tweezerbeak on Bandcamp or Hoop Loop Tunes on SoundCloud.
Other interstitial and background music by Shane Ivers through SilvermanSound.com, Gator Tots on SoundCloud.com, and the YouTube Free is Library. Social media presences is maintained by Ziggy the Mean Weasel. If you would like to send us a message you can do so via email at barelyfurcasting at gmail.com, or on our Telegram chat at bfftchat, on Twitter, on our Facebook page, or on the barelyfurcasting.com webpage. You can help support the show through donations at ko-fi.com forward slash barelyfurcasting or through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash barelyfurcasting. Thanks for listening. We hope you come back and listen next week. <laughs>